2: Thank you for listening to the Way Up North podcast. My name is Cole Roberts, and today Erin Bishop is having a chat with Jean Laurent. Uh, If you're new to the podcast, Erin Bishop is a familiar face at all of the events. She's from Vancouver, and she's been the planner for every single Way Up North event so far. She uh, is the fairy godmother of the show, I would say. Um, We'd be lost without her. Uh, So in this chat, she spends about 25 minutes getting to know Jean Laurent a little bit. She apparently likes to make him feel nervous about being a presenter, which might not be a bad thing, actually, because it seems like he's never presented at a photography event. They sort of dip into why he's presenting at Way Up North, which is a good thing, and maybe a little insight for you might be interesting um, into that. Uh, we were interested in him because of his design background. It feels like when people come from one career to another, so they come from being a designer maybe to being a photographer... That transition's interesting to us because you're bringing skills from your previous career into the new one. So he's originally from France and he moved to New York and he's making it as a wedding photographer. Uh, his work speaks for itself, it's amazing, and he just seemed like a cool guy. So we'll find out next month how he does on the big stage. Hopefully good. Judging by this conversation, it sounds like he'll do just fine. Uh, this chat was about 25 minutes, it was recorded in March 2019, enjoy! <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm in Hoboken, just outside of New York, small town just across the river. New Jersey? Yes.
1: Yes, I know it. Awesome. Okay, cool. Well, I'm Erin. Nice to meet you.
0: Nice to meet you.
1: Thank you for making some time. Um, All right. Yeah, we just basically do this to give people a little bit of an idea of like who's coming um, so they can kind of check out these podcasts in the week before the show and and, you know get a little bit excited ideally about uh what they're gonna what they're gonna learn and who they're gonna hear from okay um so uh I'll...
0: sorry to interrupt but i no, didn't perfect. prepare prepare anything for that podcast so should i have done something or nope. it's more kind of it's
1: totally casual chatting okay and if you uh if you say something really dumb we'll just edit it out and vice versa if i say something really dumb okay, so no, no yeah, problem it's, it's fully low pressure situation
0: and i'm yeah. sorry because just outside there's a chopper helicopter okay. just i'm so sorry
1: Oh, no, don't worry about it i actually can't even hear it and over the years like that we've done this there's you know people are busy photographers all over the world so you know you kind of just do the best with what's there but We're not trying to be, you know, this American life or the daily and have perfect audio in a studio, so it's totally fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will officially say hello and welcome to Jean Laurent. Is that right? Is that how we say it?
0: Yes, totally.
1: Perfect. And uh, Jean Laurent is in Hoboken, New Jersey, but, but where are you from originally? I'm thinking not New Jersey with the accent.
0: No, of course. I'm from France, obviously, and Paris, born and raised.
1: Oh, born and raised in Paris. That's yes. amazing. Yes. I could tell you didn't sound like a French Canadian because I'm a Canadian and I've heard a lot of those and they sound a little bit different than the true France French accent.
0: And you know, most of the time I don't understand what they are saying to me when they speak to me in French.
1: So. <laughs> I've heard that. It's quite different. Yeah. Noted. Okay. So you're you're pure. You're pure and true French, but now you're in New Jersey. Um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and and kind of how you got into photography or life in general? From Paris to New Jersey, what went on?
0: Yeah. Uh, so yes, I'm French. I'm 39 years old, and uh, I didn't uh, do photography all my life. I had a previous work life, like a lot, a lot of photographers. I have the feeling, and uh, I was doing working in advertising for almost 10 years. And yeah, one day to the other, I just feel that that corporate world was not made for me and I was not feeling good working in it. So I was just thinking, okay, what can I do? I was doing a bit of photography on the side. And one thing to another, I started shooting one wedding, another, and then I quit my corporate world job to go 100% on photography and, and that's it. So I did that for a couple of years in France. And after that, um, my wife and I, uh, we do the kind of, you know, there's a, a lottery to win a green card uh, oh, all yeah. over the world. This, this is what we did. And I was picked up. So here we are in the U.S. now for about almost five years.
1: That's amazing. So you just entered a lottery. The U.S. gives out a certain amount a year. Did you have to meet any criteria for that? Or is No, it just- no.
0: That, that's the beauty of the thing. I mean, anybody can... Just give it give it a chance and yeah.
1: And so yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so <laughs> that was good luck. And and then, what made you want to move? Like, what made you want to enter that? What made you want to move to the state?
0: Actually, it was not my fully my uh, own the de- own decision and personal decision. It was more of my wife. She was not feeling good to live in big cities and Paris, and I knew she studied in the u.s she was really in love in the u.s and her dream was to live here so i asked her okay what can we do to make you happy and, and yeah i really love to go to the u.s so what can we do there yeah it's very difficult to have a visa the only chance we could have would yeah let's try this lottery thing and that's, that's what we okay. did and yeah here we are now
1: and is she loving is she loving it there in new jersey Oh, of course yeah, yeah. and then how did you end up choosing like where in the u.s to to, to live
0: um basically, we visit um New York a year before moving, and we have a previous a couple that was living in Hoboken, so I went to meet them to have a, a drink and uh, yeah we they make us like visit Hoboken and we really like it because it's really close to the city without the crazy prices of renting and everything that you can find in New York. So, yeah, Woken was a a good idea.
1: And how was it transitioning your business over from, you know, you were shooting weddings in France and then now you're in a completely new place. Was that difficult to rebuild or how did that that work?
0: Um, I would not say it was uh, complicated. It just took some time um, because knowing a year in advance that we were about to move to the U.S., I build all you know, my communication uh, only focus on the U.S., right. meaning all the wedding blog features all my website switched totally in English by that time and only English. And um, I was part of Facebook group at that time, I guess, with American photographers that were sending me some referrals.
1: Nice.
0: And yeah, though, so it took yeah, like a year just to build that new market communication and build. I had. I think I built something like 10 or 12 weddings in the U.S. the first year. Nice. It's not that bad. so. Yeah,
1: yeah. And do you shoot mainly in the U.S. now or do you do destination? Like where are you mostly?
0: Um, I'm doing U.S. a lot, of course, and mainly East Coast. But I would say that I maybe have 15, 20% of my wedding out of state. So meaning... Could be California, Texas, Florida. Uh, less and less abroad. I have some in South America, sometimes Mexico, Colombia. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is now with my pricing that is more uh, United States oriented. In the in Europe, it's very complicated to book at those prices.
1: Right. Um, yeah. So. I've started to know that, like through just being involved with way up north. You know, I'm in Vancouver, Canada, and. The, the pricing that I'm used to as a wedding planner for photographers here seems pretty different than the pricing that photographers are, are able to charge in Europe. It's crazy. I don't know how anyone's making a living over there.
0: Yeah, Exactly. And I mean, in, in New York, it's, we are very in a lucky place because I think it's the, one of the, of the city where people are spending the much in the U.S. for the wedding. So,
1: yeah. Definitely. But I mean, cost
0: of life is also very expensive here. So.
1: Of course. Yeah. That makes sense and what what is a what is a wedding or a client or a location that comes to mind as one of your favorites that you've ever shot as a wedding photographer
0: Uh, yeah i'm always uh talking about this example and i think i shot this wedding like maybe my second year i was doing that it was a wedding in south africa Mm -hmm. and um this wedding i mean for me, it was, my, I think it was my first like really destination wedding when I was in France. So I, I moved from France all the way down to South Africa for wedding. And the thing is, I spent seven days with this couple and their family on where they were living all together. So it was really like a, a an amazing human experience and social experience to live with those people, with a different culture, different uh, scenery and landscapes. And it was yes, yeah. Always the the first example that come in my mind because I think in the end that's what I'm, all, I'm always trying to the kind of relationship I'm always trying to have with my couple. is very to bond like that closely and intimately together and be authentic in the way we behave to each other and you know not put any kind of barriers into vendors and uh, clients relationship or kind of thing. And that's what yeah. happened with this wedding.
1: Having that much time together definitely is different than just showing up on the morning of the wedding day.
0: Of course. And, you know, when I left, the, 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 the even the mother of the bride cried in my arms. And I mean, yeah, it was something like very, I'm very emotional. So, yeah, that it really means something.
1: Have you ever had the absolute opposite where you were shooting a wedding and you just feel like this, this is such a bad match for me and I of hate this?
0: <laughs> of course you know i mean it's impossible to have 100 percent perfect match and sometimes you feel good about the couple during the first skype call or meeting or whatever and yeah it turns out during the wedding day that in fact they could maybe crazy people and it's not working the way you were expected it to be but i mean there's for me you are you i'm i always keep in mind i'm here to do a job whatever happening uh, i have to do my best to deliver and so yeah. yeah
1: that makes sense and how did you come to be involved with way up north um did you know someone did someone recommend you do you even know did you just get a random call one day
0: i didn't even know i mean i i knew i knew way up north of course but never tried to participate on i never participate as a an attendee at any kind of the of workshop and i yeah, I just I just received an email one day, so that was great.
1: Awesome. And ha- so, have you have you ever spoken about photography at any kind of thing like this before?
0: Um, let's see. I do a lot of one-on-one thing and mentorship, but not to in front of a big crowd. So it's going to be a a first for me.
1: Awesome. Are you excited or nervous or both?
0: Oh man, I'm still I'm still asking to myself, why did I say yes? But that's the thing, you know. You have to challenge yourself and go out. For me, it's just, I take really take that as a challenge to go out of my comfort zone because I really don't like to be the center of attention. I don't, you know, I, I don't. I'm not the. I'm not a rock star. I'm just doing my thing in my corner and trying to do my best at what I'm supposed to be good at. And yeah, not to be in the light. I'm more in the shadows. So.
1: Nice. Well, we'll we'll just throw you in the light for a little short amount of time. It's a manageable size group, and I have to say, like we're in our like eighth or ninth way up north now. It's such a friendly, wonderful, supportive crowd. So if you're gonna if you're gonna jump into something new, it's a good a good group of people to do it with.
0: And that's what I think. I mean, you're it's not it's not like a, a win in advance, but you are people that are coming are on your side. Because they want to see, they want to know who you are and see you speaking about your job. So it's not like they're going to judge you with, they're not here for that. I don't think so.
1: No, definitely not. And there's no wrong answer. You know, you're just going to talk about your own experience with whatever you're going to talk about. And you know, there's no right or wrong or messing it up. It's just, of course, you talking about your thing. On that note, have you thought about your talk yet, or are you like a last-minute kind of guy?
0: Uh, uh, usually, I'm more an, an instinctive kind of guy, and uh, but I prepared these things already. I just need to have my wife looking at it just to reorganize and put a correct English on everything, <laughs> nice. and then I'll just have to do the presentation keynote file, and I'll be done. But I mean, the main ideas are here, and I know exactly where I want to go with that presentation. So
1: that's good. Can you give us like a bit of an idea without you know giving it away?
0: Like, yeah, of course. About- I mean, for the the subject uh, that right away was very clear to me about the the the, the main subject of this uh, workshop was we uh, all we are, are going to talk about obstacles, and from my perspective, it was. The thing that is really important to define and trying to find some ways to explain it is that we are our biggest obstacles in life and in wedding photography for many reasons, for internal uh, reason like because of our education, because of who we are, because of the way we reacting, more kind of psychology aspect, pers- personal psychological aspect, and more external things like the. People that are surrounding us the in the wedding industry, the people we meet, the clients, the way we behave with them, all the things that can make some barriers to grow up in this business. So that's yeah. the kind of thing I want to talk about.
1: Awesome. That sounds good. And you mentioned your wife is going to proofread for you. Is she? What does she do? Is she a photographer as well? Oh yeah.
0: no, no, she she's working in marketing for Tiffany.
1: Okay, nice. So
0: yeah, that's where I mean we we were both working in advertising. This is uh, we met ten right. years ago, and yeah, yeah, she's my she's my rock. Awesome. Yeah, literally.
1: Aw, that's cute. And no kids, just the two.
0: No, we working on it
1: okay in progress no. what no. about a dog or a cat
0: oh yes we have a car cu- uh, i mean it was the package with the wife if i wanted the wife i had to take the cat with it
1: <laughs> and uh,
0: the cat is a 17 years old Whoa, cat. so i mean now he's not he's not very active he's more like a caution on the couch and uh yeah <laughs> that's it. but he's really nice he's really cool and he moved my, my wife used to she lived in a lot of places and he was always with her every time she moved from one country to the other. So.
1: Amazing. Yeah. I like it. I once moved to Switzerland following a boyfriend for a couple of years and I took my three cats at the time with me. So I get it. Yeah. And ladies, it's a girl thing, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I understand. I mean, it's, yeah, you know, you're not, you're not going to leave your pets because you're moving somewhere. So it Yeah.
1: And when you're not shooting weddings, what what other kind of things do you do?
0: I try I try to travel a lot. It's um, and uh, as I said, my wife is just perfect because she's totally understand that I need some free time alone by myself traveling. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, every winter I'm out of the country for a month or two, just on the road and taking pictures. That's really what I like to do. Not wedding related or yeah that's
1: what yeah, i like. Just like street
0: photography or landscape yeah. or whatever yeah and i mean i that during wedding i mean you know you we are not working only weekends we have all other things to deal with with uh, website uh, accountancy and everything so when i'm not working i really like to you know enjoy time at home cooking and just relax and that's really what i like. So. Because I'm, as I'm working a lot and traveling a lot, when I have some no working time, I love to to enjoy it and not to run all over the place.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's why you got to tolerate the cat with your wife. Because if you want to go traveling, then she still has company.
0: That's so. it. That's it. But uh, maybe, maybe, and I'm enjoying that right now. Because when there's going to be a kid in the picture, I'm not doing. I will not do that anymore on my own. So.
1: Until he's a bit older, then you can take the kid on your little father son or father daughter journeys now and then. That'd be kind of fun too.
0: Yeah, totally. That's what that's the that's one of the plan.
1: Yeah, awesome. That's cool. That's cool. Um, okay, so is there anything that you would share about yourself that you think people wouldn't expect? like a hidden talent or I oh,
0: mean
1: yeah. I don't know something we're not going to get from your website or from seeing you as this fabulous photographer from France now New Jersey
0: mm. and that's a tricky one
1: I uh... no, I really put you guys on the spot I never send you the questions before. no no
0: no no, and you're good I mean uh I, I don't know, because I think that, what could I say, that I'm a very kind of lone wolf kind of person, but I guess that most of photographers or people know that. But the thing is, is my wife is telling me that, uh, that's her words, not mine. Our uh, That's usually when I go somewhere, I attract people. I don't know how to explain that, but people come to talk to me and Even if I, I'm I'm not asking for that, but people, I'm just attracting people to talk to me. That's a, that's a thing. So I don't know why, but maybe it's, I don't know if it's a hidden talent or anything, but that's something that probably, yeah, not a lot of people know about me and, yeah.
1: Yeah, you seem like a lone wolf, but you're actually a secret party animal. You bring, bring the people in.
0: Yeah, Yeah. but I'm really not that like that anymore. I mean, I did that for a while, but now I mean I'm. Yeah, I'm too old for this <laughs> too old party anymore.
1: You got to save some energy for the closing night party at Way Up North, though. Like I never, mm. I'm I'm 37. I never, I rarely drink and I never like go out to the clubs or anything. But I literally save myself for the two Way Up North parties that I go to a year are my one night. So make your one night. <laughs> you,
0: you, you know, the thing is I won't be able to stay too long because I have a flight super early the next day because I have a wedding two days after. <laughs> so... yeah Yeah.
1: that's okay you can just stay all night and go straight to the airport that's been done by a number of photographers
0: (laughs) oh yeah i'm sure i'm sure there are a lot of that are doing that yeah
1: yeah it is rough when you have a wedding a couple days later though i understand we'll go easy on you a little bit thank you (laughs) awesome and have you been to the south of france before like being from paris i would assume
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, a very good friend of mine. That I have a lot of friends, uh, wedding photographer friends, that are currently living in the south of France, of course, because the landscapes are amazing. The weather is nice. The light is great. But also some old high school friends that are not now living in the south of France. So I used to, to go there a lot.
1: You're the closest thing we have to, to local knowledge there. Is there anything that you know of in that area that you think people should go check out or see or go to take pictures or anything like
0: that? Uh, no, I, I, I don't. I, have, I think I've been to Cannes like one time. So,
1: Okay, fair. But I mean,
0: the, the thing is you can never go wrong with going to Nice, for example. All the coast is really beautiful. And there's also for people that are landing in Nice that is really nice to do is to take the train that is doing, uh, that is riding all in the mountains, cl- between the mountains and the oceans it's a small train that is doing all the coastal road like this that it's really nice. really nice ride.
1: Nice. I'm excited. I've never been down there. Um, no, you're gonna love it. Ton, but just never right to there so yeah I think it's gonna be good. I'm excited. Yeah. Is there anyone else that's coming to the conference that you that you know like as another presenter or that you're excited to hear talk? Uh, or like
0: that? I know Sam Sam heard. Yeah, cool. uh, it was the uh, we had a session uh, with him, my wife and I, like maybe before moving to the US, so it was maybe six years ago. Oh, nice! And we always stayed in touch. We see each other a couple of times when he came to Paris, and really, I really love that guy. Really nice guy. Awesome. And um, I don't know. I I think that the other names are ringing a bell, but. Um,
1: I don't. I don't
0: know them uh, as much as as I can know Sam, for example.
1: Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Sam. Sam's an East Coast boy too, kind of, right? He's in Baltimore or something like that.
0: Yeah, he's in Baltimore. I mean, so last time I last time I checked.
1: <laughs> last time I checked. Yeah. Where is Where in the world is Sam? Heard no one ever really knows. Yeah. But soon you'll both be in France. Cool. Um. Okay. So right before you walk on the stage, when we're in Cannes and it's your time to talk. Do you think you're going to be like a ten out of ten nervous by that point, or are you going to feel like, okay, let's do this?
0: Oh no, yeah, I will. I will be. I'll be. I will be stressed, of course, I will. And but yeah, I'll try. I'll. I'll try to manage it. It's okay. going to be fine. You know, I. I. Last, last time I. I did that kind of big presentation. It was when, yeah, I was working in advertising. So such a long time ago.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. funny. That'll be fun, though. And everyone that's listening has to remember that Jean Laurent's going to be nervous, and you have to give him lots of love when he gets yeah. on the stage.
0: That's cool. And
1: they will. They will. And then it'll be over, and you'll just want to do it all over again. Guaranteed, you'll be hooked, and then you'll start doing the circuit.
0: Yeah, I can guarantee that, but we'll see. We'll <laughs> see. I mean, my my only, I, I just want to, um, to be sure that I can break something valuable to people by telling how I feel about the industry and this kind of subject I talk to you about. That's my main concern. I want people to leave with something from me.
1: Yeah, that's good. That actually leads me to my usual last question, which is what do you, what do you hope that people will be saying to each other when they leave and they're walking to go for their lunch after they've heard you talk or dinner or whenever I can't remember when you are, but what do you, what do you hope that their lasting impression is?
0: Mm. I really want people just to, uh, Understand and that there's no, there's no, there, there's not a big rule, and you'd have to make yourself happy first in that business. That's the thing. If they, if my experience and what I will tell them help them to go that way and just to s- think that, okay, why well, I'm bothering myself with those things that are just not allowing me to go where I want? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'll be happy with that.
1: Nice. You're gonna free the people
0: from yeah. themselves. Yeah. And I know, I know, I know. We are our worst enemy most of the time. I'm very always doubting of myself, and I'm working. I mean, I'm I'm working on it, and now I I, I feel better about it. But you know, this industry, there are so many talented people. We always compare with all the social media stuff, and yeah, we have to stop to do that and just be happy for yourself and not of course there's people that are going to be better than you but that and you're going to be probably better from a lot of other people too but it's, it's, it's just a perspective you know so totally
1: totally i have a life philosophy and i'll share it here even though it might like come off wrong and make some of the americans angry but we say in in my company and and even just in my circle of friends that you have to be America, and what we mean by that is like America does not give a shit about what anyone else is doing. They just do their their own thing, make themselves happy, they don't care what the capital of Ontario is or whatever else <laughs> is going on around no. no. Them that's correct and when it comes to social media i always get back to that i'm like you got to just be america do your thing and pay no attention because only only badness happens when you start kind of comparing and concerning yourself with making other people happy or measuring up and all that so yeah yeah exactly i don't mean it in a hateful way i
0: i I totally totally understand
1: understand. (laughs) cool Okay. Well, thank you so much, Laurent, for taking the time to have chat. And I guess we're going to see you in like less than a month now.
0: Yes. Coming close.
1: Excellent. Well, we will see you in France.
0: And thanks a lot. Awesome.